44 mark. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I'm just... Okay, no, it sucks. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we're back. The Real Quick Mike's Week Podcast, episode number 44. Yes. Who was the 44th president of the United States? Marky Mark? Uh, Mr. Barack Obama. All right. Good job. I mean, that's an easy question for you, Mr. Trivia Guy. Huh. Well, I'm so, the smartest guy in the room, usually. Yeah, I hear you. You remember things. Whatever you call that. You have a good memory. Good memory. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> you don't, don't remember you the can, word memory? Yeah, I don't know. You tag someone with that. Um, so what's been going on at the gym? I've been gone a little bit working, and uh, it's busy, man. Yeah. It looks like things are going good for low season, especially. Well, technically it is low season. Yeah, I know. But we have not been affected by that term it seems yet. seems that way. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's, I mean, things are good. We uh, we just had a run of some good fights. Uh, a lot of Muay Thai. Manel Cape just yeah. fought. Ryzen. That was a good fight against Ito. Ryzen 15. And I'm going to sound like an asshole. Is it Ryzen or Risen? Ryzen. I'm, yeah, I think okay. so. Because I've heard it both we ways. We went back and forth when I was there with the mirror. Yeah. Every time I called it something different. And, potato, and potato. They would correct me, and then I would wonder if they were right, and it would just keep going back for like a year. But I think it's Ryzen, like rise is above. It, is it uh, Caribbean or Caribbean? I think Caribbean sounds. No, I don't know. They both sound kind of. Pecan or pecan? Pecan. Pecan. Yeah, I, don't, I hate I'm people. From, well, we're from Texas, so. Uh, I my hate my grandfather actually picked pecans. Well, good. He didn't pick pecans. Yeah, he didn't. Um, <laughs> I hate people who say wrestle instead of wrestle. Yeah. So, well, well there's a list of I people think, I hate. I think Hacksaw Jim Duggan wrestled. Okay, don't disrespect him. You know he's no, my favorite. No, it's not. That's the old days. You know, the old slang kind of <laughs> verbiage <laughs> for wrestling. That is deep Texas. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, back to Manel. Yeah. Congrats, second round knockout. Very good performance, and he is living the life now, man. He's, I like seeing these guys coming up like Amir did, yeah. you know, from AK Thailand and start making a big name for themselves and enjoying the spotlight. You know, he's hashtag star boy, hashtag easy money. He's loving it, man, and they love him. Yeah, you know, just like Amir, you know, Japan. He's, he's getting big, man. You he's know, got a, a blue check of, now. Does he? Yeah, I'll never have one. He got blue checked, huh? Or a paycheck. Oh, there yeah. you go. But, uh, yeah, so he's starting to get cashing on that easy money yeah. name cashing on that fame a little bit so well that was kind of easy money i mean he, he finished in the second round and he kicked uh, the shit out very good so yeah. uh i mean he's aka you know <laughs> kind of what they do over there yeah yeah so good for him man like he had a uh you know he overcame something that happened to him a few months ago yeah. so good for him he had a tragic uh, thing that happened and uh like a lot of fighters you know this is kind of like the thing with the fight world that people don't realize is fighters go through a lot man it's not like they show up perfect every single fight so when you see these guys like anderson silva and obviously khabib guys that have these big winning streaks like it's that's why guys like me look at it like fuck how the hell do they do that because like how do you put all that stuff beside and go out there and fight oftentimes they're sick you know they they have losses in the family uh, stress stuff you don't hear about you you know know, maybe issues with their girlfriend or wife and they keep showing up and winning and you know manel did a good job of putting that aside and and doing the right thing going out there at one of your weigh-ins in houston remember my grandfather had a heart attack yeah like in during the weigh-ins while i was weighing in yeah like i was weighing in and while i was facing off yushin okami it was yushin okami um it was outside was heat it was hot it was like he had like no he had the heat stroke that was was outside that was a heat stroke yeah um and uh yeah so i was was standing on the stage looking down and i saw these swick food because i was swick food back then you know had the swick food shirts i saw all these swick food shirts like gathering around not looking at at the stage and they were like i saw the back of the shirts and like i looked down and there was like a huge crowd of them and i thought it was like a fight i was like who the hell got in a fight from my crowd it's all like my family and stuff and it was him man he had a heat stroke and, and luckily he was okay but 
I spent the whole night before the fight with him in the hospital, kind of like talking to him and making sure he was okay. And it was like, wow. And crazy another shit, you know? another fun one, which I know you don't remember, is uh, that morning before your because the weigh-ins were the day before, obviously. Mm-hmm. The morning before, do you remember you ate that pink chicken and uh, that was the same fight. Yeah, that was the morning of the fight. Yeah, I had a chicken breast in the hotel room. I ate half of it. Did you order it raw or was it? <laughs> no, I mean I I don't think so. God, I looked. I saw it because you showed it. I mean, it was. Well, I was eating half talking to everybody. You're nervous yeah. for the fight. You know, you want to get out there and fight. I don't eat a lot on fight day because I want to be light. You're not the chicken breast you eat is not going to help you during the fight. It's not going to digest. You know, so I usually eat pretty light. Um, looked like salmon. It was so pink. Yeah, so I cut it up and I was just eating, kind of talking to you guys or whoever was there. And I looked down and it was just like completely Ugh. raw on the inside. And I was like, no way, man. And I was looking up on the internet, like, like how long does it take to get food poisoning? Because I had a fight in like I think like five hours or something. So I was like, yeah. Will it at least last, you know, or start taking effect after the fight so I don't have to, like, deal with it during the fight? And it was, like, you know, three to six hours. I was like, oh, right in the middle of my fight. I was like, God damn. Did it ever affect you? No. My head. I was like, damn, man, I don't want to get sick. But then they came in the room with, like, uh, biohazard suits. Do you remember that? No. Yeah. They wore (laughs) all this, like, plastic shit when they came to remove the chicken. I was like, wow, that helps my fucking stress level. Huh. Yeah, and they apologized. So oh, that they nice. did do that. So, and I did ultimately lose that fight. But blame it on the chicken. Nah, I won't blame it on the chicken. You blamed one of your losses on me. But that's true. The chicken didn't stop me. Sixteen weeks before your fight, I got arrested, and that really yeah. that ruined. But it. it ruined like three of my training sessions to have to go get out of jail. Sorry, Mike. My opponent uh, probably trained those sessions, and he got that edge. You know, his friend wasn't you know going to jail in Thailand, so huh. you know. Fair enough. But uh, well, I so speaking of jail, who's likely to go to jail or in jail or may have gone to jail recently in the news? Uh, from Thailand? You're talking about some Mr. local Darren news? Till. Or Darren Till. Yeah. Okay, well, I mean, we got some local people. That well, I just, because we were segueing from, we were talking about yeah, going to jail. You leave segues to your boy, right? <laughs> but that's obviously the big news right now. So what's your, what's your take on that? Well, he, uh, apparently him and four of his boys, mm-hmm. which... I think you said it best yesterday when we touched on this, was uh, Darren's not quite famous enough to get away with it, mm-hmm. but he's famous enough for everybody to know that he got arrested. It's like, like I said, me, you, went to jail. It'd be like, you know, Mike Swick and then uh, Mark. He's famous enough to not have his friends listed. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Darren so, Till and four unknowns. So that's kind of cool for them, well, it's I like guess. I don't even have my name listed on this podcast show. Yeah, true. Yeah. One day, Mark. So. <laughs> So, <laughs> we're episode 44. Yeah, to, well, we're going to get to like 444. Super, super. So, anyway, he got, uh, he fucked up a hotel room, apparently. Yeah. $10,000 worth of damage. You got to uh, work to do that, man. Yeah, that's that's a good, I mean, I'll be willing to bet, I don't know for a fact, but it wasn't like a sober encounter. Yeah. I would imagine these guys were drinking pretty hard. Yeah. Because then, uh, then they left the hotel. They got kicked out, obviously. And then uh, got a taxi. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> then, crazy. Then man. they stole the taxi. Even so, drunk, uh, though, how do you feel that's going to go good at all? You'd figure one of his four friends would be like, hey, man, you got quite yeah. a career ahead of you. That's not how friends of fighters work, bro. They're living oh, life. They're not, they're not trying to slow you down in any way. But I've seen that the, my whole career. You know, some of the stories that we've uh, encountered. Yeah. I, I try to keep you clear of the... No, I didn't. We haven't. Yeah, you didn't. And we didn't have that kind of stuff. Well, we would never destroy I mean, when you stuff. go to a different country, man, that's like a whole... Yeah, we're not hoodlums. whole new well, they thing. They were in uh, Spain? Is that right? Spain. Spain. I think he was in Canary Islands. I think it was. And that, that's it's why... My I favorite s- color. 
yeah, that's my take on this is like, I mean, if you're going to steal a taxi, like maybe don't do it on an island. Like <laughs> he was destined to get caught, right? I don't know how exactly he got caught, but maybe being on an island was like the first. Well, I, th- uh, I think they went to a different hotel and they wouldn't let him in because they're all hammered. Is that what it was? Yeah. And then I guess just driving in circles on a on an island. Yeah. Not the best getaway plan, but. Exactly. But, yeah, uh, so, I mean, is there any update on that or no? I mean, that was like a day Not that ago, I've heard. It was just half. yesterday, so. Oh, was it? Um, hmm. As far as I know, I know that they levied the fines. I'm sure that he just has to pay for it, which I don't understand that. You just, it's an $800 fine to steal a taxi. I mean, that's. 800 Yeah, that's how much. The room was ten grand, and then the, actually it was $788 was the fine for the taxi. For accidentally stealing a taxi. How do you, come on. Let's, I've, <laughs> why would you even, as a writer, why would you even say something that ignorant? Like, you can't accidentally steal anything. I don't know. I mean, uh, I mean, like, because it isn't stealing. I have accidentally woke up in an abandoned apartment well, about I, six buildings away from my apartment. But if you can drive and walk. <laughs> That's true. You should be observing Well, I couldn't enough. do either. Well, you, know? <laughs> you. I'm talking about Darren Till. That's, Ooh. man, that's crazy. Yeah, so. Uh, He's lucky it's not in, like, Thailand or someplace where it might be a little stiffer to. Well, hopefully it just goes away because, uh. You know, obviously bad publicity yeah. when you're up and coming. It probably will. I mean, what else could happen now? He I mean, pays he the just fine paid at least. There's nothing yeah. to happen. There's no, like, headline news on it. You know, he didn't hurt anybody, I don't think. He just yeah. destroyed a room. I mean, I think everybody's done something a little crazy like that. I haven't. Yeah, every freaking weekend, man. So getting back to Thailand. Yeah. See, when you said the – because there's a pretty big story here. I think it's starting to go viral, as the kids say. <laughs> uh there is a couple. So this this guy, the Seastead, yeah, the Seastead yeah, yeah. thing. I heard about this. This guy, uh, Chad Elawaskowski. I don't know. Yeah, it's worse than my last name. I know his middle name is Andrews because they called him Chad Andrews. So it's like two first names. I remember that. His last name, forget it. It's like it's, yeah, it's it's something ridiculous. Like Polish or well, something like mine. I think he's from Michigan or Minnesota. So obviously he's American, and he yeah. made a shit ton of money uh, via the Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. So I guess he came to Thailand, married uh, a young Thai lady. And thought it would be a good idea to build a, uh, I mean, I guess a shack or a shanty. I don't know what you call it. It was an octagon, ironically enough. Was it? <clears throat> an eight by eight meter octagon. I think I saw one picture, but I didn't. It, um, <clears throat> but he built it 12 miles, 12 miles. We built it and then put it out there. Well, of course, yeah. yeah. But off the coast yeah. of Phuket. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I think his, really? th- his thinking was... Uh, the maritime law or some shit like l- rules don't apply to him or something because he's mm-hmm. out that far. I mean, I, <laughs> I mean, it, it, I don't know. If you're smart enough to make a good living, then you should be smart enough to know that you can't just float out in the middle of the damn ocean. But it was anchored, so he couldn't go anywhere. But that's scary, man. I mean, uh, even just twelve miles. Well, well what if a, a boat comes? I mean, it's gonna hit your home. It's. I mean, it's so thought out by him, obviously, but so like unthought out too because like i mean dude what if you need medical care i mean we theoretically it's a, a neat idea nah but i mean if you're thinking oh, i like to be by myself with just my woman and some when i, when I grew up in texas and i was a kid that was a cool idea maybe but like when you get older and have like responsibility a normal brain and can actually like research and, and figure things well, out like, what, like, what it's if, not a great idea what if you get hungry you know i mean well, i mean i get you got food stored there or whatever but so you said the maritime thing is that to like avoid taxes and live like independently or probably. is it probably He's one of those guys. Because he got in trouble for this. I mean, he's facing the death penalty. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Life in prison or the death penalty. So he was trying to avoid whatever little thing he was trying to avoid and live in the middle of nowhere. Like you said, if if he was just on a boat sitting there, he'd have been fine. Yeah. 
But he wants to put a pole all the way down to the ground or whatever, and now he's suspended at like a bird's nest looking thing. I don't know. It just Yeah, an eight by eight meter octagon is like you're probably picturing something nicer, like already. Yeah. It is like just literally what I just said. It's a, a container. Yeah, it looks I saw like one metal. picture of it inside. It looked like like lawn furniture. Yeah. You know. It's not nice. I mean uh And he's supposed to be this like Bitcoin, you know, millionaire or something. I mean, it's like, why did you get a you yacht get, and you could just yeah. fucking live all over the ocean? Or anywhere. just get a beautiful place on the beach. And then that. take a boat out there. And I watched the video and he kept saying, you know, it's a, it's a bargain because my ocean view and all this. But it's like, is it like, of course it's ocean view. You're on a, you know, you're on the ocean. You know, mm-hmm. But it's like, it's not the same as a house. Like when you're sitting in a nice chair with air conditioning, you got your TV on, you're looking at the ocean and you can, you know, shut the drapes and go to bed. That's different than being on a fucking container or in a container yeah. in the middle of the ocean with nothing it around you. Like it's it not was, peaceful. In that, it in looked that like it was suspended, like obviously on a pole. Yeah. Uh, like, I'd say a solid fifteen feet off the, off the o- top of the ocean. Now, God forbid that there's ever a storm in Thailand. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, what are you gonna do in a, during a hurricane or whatever they call them here? Tsunamis and all that shit. Yeah, I mean, this it wasn't thought out, man. And like, well, what's dumb is he's gonna get the life sentence or the death penalty. I mean, that that to me, I, it seems a little harsh. <laughs> but yeah, it is. You know, there's a guy that uh, found a cell phone and got uh, what did he get? Remember the guy that found the cell phone and then hmm. I don't remember how long he went too. to jail. I don't know much about that story. It just I mean, you really gotta if you're gonna come to Thailand, man, you gotta do a little he research. He found the phone and picked it up and walked off. Yeah. It was and, on the ground, right? And he was trying to return it apparently. And uh because he actually physically moved the phone from one location to another, he took it to his hostel. Mm-hmm. Which you shouldn't stay in a hostel in Thailand. That's just the dumbest thing. But <laughs> the guy did have dreadlocks. Which they shaved in jail. They shaved his dreadlocks. Yeah, he got to keep them, though. They gave them back to yeah. him. So, wow. Uh, How old was this guy? Uh, probably like 26. I mean, Jesus, man. They shaved his dreadlocks. Did he get out? Is he cool? Yeah, his uh, family had to raise something like a substantial amount of money, I believe. But it's just, you know, what, just what don't do What was the fine for something like that? Do you remember? No. Do you know, Greg? Something like 800 grand or something, right? 800,000? 800,000 baht, yeah. So 24,000. 20, euros. 20,000. So $24,000. He was facing up to... Uh, for, fi- for taking a three, cell phone. Three years in jail. Holy shit. There was a... Uh, that lady that uh, passed away, God bless her, she was an elderly lady, but somebody stole her iPhone, and then two days later she has a heart attack, and because she could not call the police or the medical assistance, whatever, uh, that guy got charged with uh, like second-degree murder. Get out of here. Yeah. Dude, tie, tie law, man. You just, if you just come here and be a normal human being, I feel like I do dumb shit. You do. But I, and you're the exception, and like, uh, I mean, you have to really try hard, like these guys. Yeah. I mean, you don't come to Thailand and, and accidentally get put in jail and, and get these these kind of like sentences, but you you have to respect the fact that you can't screw around here. Yeah. I mean, Conor McGregor comes to Thailand and starts screwing around like he does in America. It ain't gonna be the same. He's it, not getting slapped on the wrist. It is impossible to get away with anything here. Yeah. I like literally when I drive to work, I see the exact same seven people every time. Like, I know he's going to be outside doing this. I know, I know a guy's coming, you know, the yeah. same. You just see the same people because you're on an island. Yeah. I mean, it's not like there's, you know, it's not Houston with, you know, two million people or whatever. Right, right. It's a big so, island. So you but can't yeah, you get do away know. with dumb shit. Yeah. Don't steal. Just yeah. don't steal. Just be a normal human being, you know? Yeah. But. Well, I think the guy with the cell phone wasn't like. Well, that's He didn't he have says. like a master I was going to return it. Really? I don't think he was going to return it. Get out. But I think twenty four thousand dollars in a couple years in jail is exactly. a little harsh for that one too. Which I mean, am I just too old? Why do people steal cell phones? To me, that's like stealing car radios now. What the fuck are you gonna do with it? Yeah, it doesn't make sense. I mean, I, I get like the brand new iPhone ten or whatever, which I'm you know I'll own when there's a thirteen out. 
Yeah. But I, I just, I don't, I just don't, what do you, what, isn't it hard to jailbreak? And especially in Thailand. I wonder if he's more upset about the 24 grand or his dreadlocks. Wow. Those guys dr- grow those things for a long time. I and mean, I'm sure they smell terrific too. Yeah, I'm sure. You know, those guys love shaving that thing off. <laughs> That's why the first thing they did before they even knew what a so sentence was or, or I wonder. Anything. I wonder if he really kept it. I mean, buddy, do you, when you were a kid, do you remember Fantastic Sam's? Yeah. Do you remember that if you would give them your hair and put it in a machine, it would spit out a uh, lollipop? Uh Uh-uh. Get out of here. Swear to God. It it was a fucking gimmick for us four-year-old kids, but it wasn't really a magic machine that took hair as currency. Okay. But that was a fun memory. I never even even told me anything about that. So going back to this uh, seastead by the (sighs) seashore. um, So let's go back into that a little bit. So this guy lived out there. Only for like uh, two and a half weeks, I think. That's crazy, man. I wonder how much he spent to build that shitty looking house why would you like how could you live on a in a in a container like that's so crazy to me and it looked like it could have been bigger in this room yeah well it's eight by eight meters so 24 feet okay so a little bit bigger in this room yeah i mean you've you would assume that half of that would be have to taken up with food and water where do you shower where do you use the facilities (laughs) i mean i i just there's so many questions i I just want to meet this guy well, I think he's facing uh, some harsh punishment. Yeah, we Did they catch him? him in jail? Yeah. Well, where's he going to go? I mean, I thought he was gone when they went to no, the. <laughs> he was at home. Oh, they caught him. Yeah, he's gone. The, the whole the place is gone. They took it out. Oh, I knew that, but I thought when they went there, they he took, was gone. Thailand used three hundred naval officers to disassemble it and take it. Yeah, makes sense. Busy day in Thailand <laughs> yeah. for the navy, I guess. But I just don't get it, man. Like, why would you want to live out there? I mean, what, what could you avoid that that's worth it? You know, like even taxes or whatever. I mean, I pay you taxes need hospitals, here. you need grocery stores, food, water. I mean, you're in the ocean, but you've got to have water to drink. I Bang, mean, what if you... Bangla Road? That's crazy, man. <laughs> yeah, that's I mean, crazy. I, I, just, I, don't, I just don't see his end game. I, it just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. I mean, and, and not only that, well, we know his end game do now. something so stupid. Yeah. And so, I mean, obviously it's a victimless crime, but the guy might, again, reiterate, he might get life or death. He's facing know. the death penalty. I mean, again, maybe you should research that before you do it. You know, like you always kind of like when you do something crazy, you should look at the things that could possibly go wrong well, and then maybe the punishment. His wife is Thai. When it says death penalty, maybe go to something else. Yeah, you figure even if there is a language barrier, ask your wife, be like, hey, do me a favor. Will you contact but whoever? How about this? He's going to enjoy life better in jail, probably even as bad as it is. He's going to have food, have more running room, water, man. friends. <laughs> So he's going to have a better Ooh, life buddy, probably buddy, than being uh, on a container in the ocean. So he's probably like getting a little to, bit. I'm going to have to back you up there. There is no running water in Thailand. Oh, there isn't. Well, there when is when you not. pee, it's running. Because yeah. I know you laid by the toilet. Down so my you leg can, You can probably fear. confirm how much that water ran or that urine. Yeah, the two buckets that they provide for flushing. <laughs> and then some dude, <laughs> some dude bathed in it. He stood over the hole in the ground and bathed with it. I mean, I, you know. I was only so, 17 hours. I, I waited. Well, you were in Thai jail, too. I bet Thai yeah. prison's even worse. Oh, no. I bet it's better. Fuck yeah, it's worse. Because there was a guy in your cell that came from prison. Was there for five years. And he, he seemed, from your stories, he seemed pretty happy. So he was, he was probably having, having a way better time in jail where you hated it versus prison. Where well, he, I was scared he was going to kick the like, shit out of me. He was like the king. I mean, he was yeah. like the main guy. That guy ran the whole place. Yeah. So he wasn't like living as a victim in there. And for counterfeiting money. I mean, yeah. that wasn't like a real... like violent act either and he was in there for what five six years five years and i asked him i said what are you gonna do the the day you get out because we got both out on thursday um you know i went to mcdonald's and hung out with you yeah uh he says i just want to run into the ocean i was with you and we got pulled over we had wine coolers in the back yeah 
We it, had wine coolers in a, in a, in a It literally cooler. couldn't have been worse. We got pulled over in a Mustang. Yeah. And the cop's like, you know, you guys been drinking. His mom's wine coolers, obviously. Yeah. And so yeah, obviously pop the trunk. She drinks a lot of different flavors. <laughs> pop the trunk. <laughs> There's like 61 wine coolers in there. We're just like, oh, what the fuck? I forgot to take them out. So the cops like, you know, I'm 6'5", JB was 6'8", yeah. you know, you're 6'1". And you know, some pretty big dudes. The cops are like 5'8", and 5'3", and stuff, little <laughs> tiny guys. And they just look at us like we're the biggest <laughs> vaginas. For, and I'm like, look, I don't drink. I didn't drink then. Yeah, I didn't they, they give a shit about that. And uh, so he made us pour them all out and then throw the bottles in the ditch. We're like, oh, yeah, we litter, littering. Yeah. 61 bottles in yeah. the ditch. Yeah. It takes a long time to dump out. Our hands were so raw from opening them. People saw us when they drove by. Yeah. yeah. That's why I had to wait a year till I started dating women. <laughs> Unbelievable. Wow. That's crazy, man. you never been to jail, right? Mm-mm. I've never <sighs> been arrested, dude. I had handcuffs put on one time. I got in a fight on the strip in Las Vegas. Oh, yeah? You know what it was? It was UFC... Shit. It was when they did the half show. Like it was literally in a third or something. Like it was literally called Naked U- UFC and a number and a half, and it was at the Bellagio. I think what is it? Thirty-five? Is that when? Uh, it was something and a half. John Fitch fought? Uh, no, no. Fitch didn't come in until I was on Ultimate Fire. It was uh, well, who was with me was uh, uh, shit. Who who was Dennis Holman? Dennis Holman was with me. Yeah. And Why do I know your stories better than you? Well, I'm trying to think. It was Christian, obviously. I was with Christian, yeah. um, UFC fighter. And, uh, was Paul there? Paul. Nice. I Paul, miss Paul. So we were walking down the strip, and we had some people with us. And as we were walking down, some like thug guys were like trying to harass us and like and talk shit about our lady friends and us. <laughs> and Dennis Hallman and my buddy Paul wasn't wasn't being too nice either, but they, they kind of like – you know, went back and forth with these guys and verbally jabbing back and forth. And I was just like, guys, let's, let's keep this cool. Cause we're walking on the strip, you know? And next thing you know, they jumped on us and we had like this gigantic brawl. And it was like all like UFC fighters and fighters versus like just random guys that were trying to pick a fight. Yeah. And we beat them up. I mean, I I only got, I only fought one guy kind of like, and I was still trying to control the situation. I wasn't trying to like bash anyone's head in or anything. I wasn't drunk or nothing like that. And Christian broke up a lot of it. And Paul, my buddy Paul is like this crazy <laughs> fighter guy, and he's not that tall, right? He's, he's he a little like short. A pink El Camino. Yeah, one, it was a rainbow at one point. Wow! Because it broke down on the freeway, he just left it. He said it's totaled. <laughs> he parked it next he to didn't our even take empty it. wine cooler yeah, bottles. Yeah, and so he, the guy had like fake punched. Well, not fake, but like you know that. Yeah, flint or whatever. Yeah. And People so still do that? that started the whole thing, and they got in a big fight. And Paul had like a Punisher tank top. Had like a Punisher logo on it underneath his shirt, and the fight happened, and we're trying to break it up, and I'm I'm tussling with this one guy, and then Christian went in there and was grabbing everybody, and the fight was going down, and we started feeling liquid like hitting us. I didn't know quite what it was, and then it started burning, so it was mace. It was ah. like from the cops, and they were spraying everybody, like just, just. How does that feel? Not good. I mean, at first I didn't feel it, and then like a, a few seconds later, I felt the the touch. You know, it was like liquid. You know, and then after a few seconds, it started burning, and it was. It was decent. Oh. And the cops jumped in, were screaming. And I looked at Paul, and Paul was on top of the guy that had, like, you know, tried to punch him or whatever, faked it. And uh, he was on top, and then the police or somebody ran by to grab him, and they grabbed his shirt and ripped it off. Literally ripped his shirt clean off. He was in mount position. And, then the, uh... and the Punisher logo was there. It was <laughs> fucking like a movie, dude. And he was punching this guy, and the guy's face was all cut up. And then the cop was, like, squirting the mace, Ooh. and it got all in this guy's face. So they handcuffed us all. 
and put us all like in a in a row and uh, of course we were just like yes sir you know whatever you want and the other guys were like fuck you pigs like not not the wow. best choice of words people say that dumb so shit. it took like two seconds for them to realize who was who the assholes yeah, were yeah and and their faces were cut up and it was burning like yeah, it Ooh. was bad i don't think we had any damage at all see i'm i, I think because i wear contact lenses that would really but an yeah. open wound must Oof. just so they let us go man they uh took the handcuffs off and that was the worst thing i've ever done as far as police man pretty you uh need to live a little buddy. i know man that <laughs> i've been I went good to jail man. Uh, always been training and fighting when i was 15 for breaking and entering <laughs> jesus <laughs> i broke broke into a concession stand at a baseball field and stole 500 and i think it was 585 dollars worth of uh beef jerky and uh and candy that's a lot bro and i tried to sell it at school and uh so you're a businessman yeah well no i got arrested well, by officer in pasadena texas by officer james park o-meter swear to jesus that's his name park o-meter i was like are you fucking with me dude <laughs> you, you already arrested me come on is that really your name yeah James Parkometer. But, uh, yeah, again. You feel better. The Rock, he had a nice little uh, criminal record before he got famous. So maybe <laughs> maybe you have some hope. I think he got in fights and, and wrote bad checks and did all kinds of crazy stuff. I think he stole you some sure? stuff. Yeah, dude. I just saw a video on his Instagram. He played like in the NFL and then he went straight no, to wrestling. No. And uh, I saw a video on his Instagram when he was in Hawaii like maybe two weeks ago. And he was outside of his old home, like where he lived, and he was like poor and stuff. And he was like, "Man, that's where I like wrote bad checks and got taken to jail. That's where I got in a fight. That's where I stole money from this guy or I stole something from this guy." Yeah, dude, he's just like you. You're just like the Rock, bro. I stole a uh, O.J. Simpson rookie card. Mm. Uh, literally four days before he killed his wife. Or, well, I'm sorry, he allegedly. I mean, killed his wife. It's pretty much like. I mean, would you write a book saying how I would have done it or <laughs> yeah, whatever? I mean, that's, that's it's close enough to like. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's just it's ridiculous. The guy, the guy's guilty. But jeez, but, this, this uh, episode's gonna be called "Mark the Criminal." Jeez. But you had somebody stole it from me right afterwards. So touche. Yeah. So wow. So getting going back to Mister uh, what's his name? Something Andrews. Oh, it's the uh, that yeah, turned the podcast Chad dark. Erwalt. So we'll follow up on that because that's interesting, man. We gotta like yeah. Uh, we'll keep maybe we'll link the video because yeah. he he made like a video or something. Yeah. I didn't watch the whole thing, but he made like some highlight video of his little home or seastead by the seashore. He just looked, you know have you ever looked in somebody's eyes and they're just not a hundred percent there? Yeah, that's kind of what I see going on with this. Yeah, guy. He didn't look he didn't look like the smartest guy. I mean, best of luck to him. I mean, I really I it's, I don't want him to die because he did something obviously stupid. But yeah. so going to less. Uh, I guess criminal things, but still bad. That's what this episode's. I don't want to. I don't want to beat a dead horse here. Well, we'll stay on topic, kind of. Is that against the law to beat a dead horse? You no, know all the actually, horse laws. Yeah, a horse died in front of me one time. I'll, I'll be honest. <laughs> I didn't beat it. I shouldn't laugh. I mean, I don't like dead horses. Well, but. so we had a uh, again a little story, but I had like a little ranch. Well, I still have Brenham. You know, where I live in Brenham, yeah. little ranch, or whatever. And we would have we had a we had a barn, and we would uh, board horses so people could actually come. Like an apartment, you know, you rent out apartments. We rented out stalls to people who want to come in and like leave their horse because they live in a house or were something. You, were you getting some stable income? Yeah, it was. It was nice. There you go. Uh, all right, make yourself feel better. Anyway, <laughs> so I would have to clean the stalls, feed it, and then uh, the horses, and then we'd get money per month to you know let them stay at our place because they lived in a house or apartment, whatever you know. And uh, we had this real nice horse. It's like real expensive. And part of the thing was we took it out in the pen. And gave it exercise. So we'd like, you know, 
ride it or let it run around. And we were bringing it back from the pen and we were crossing this little creek that we have and it like reared up and fell down dead. Wow. It broke its neck. neck. Yeah. And I was like, man, I was. Were you on it? No, no, no. We were just leading it back. But I was walking. Reeve did something similar to that. Yeah. That's not nice either. Well, I'm going to make everything dark. Let me get back to my story. All right. Sorry. sorry. (laughs) Anyway. uh, Yeah. So it died, man. And like uh, I was sitting there and just like, holy shit, because it wasn't our horse, you know. So imagine if you like had an expensive oh, horse. I didn't think about it that. It was in you know someone else's place and it died. You'd be. So I thought we were going to be in like serious trouble with this guy. Which I guess there's like some kind of. We didn't have waivers and contracts, but I guess just a friendly good old Texas like, uh, it happens. It happens. He, he was fine. I mean, he understood. And it's not like we killed it, what, obviously. Like what but it was like horse it expensive? died right in front of me. And I was just like, to see an animal that big just flop dead in front of me. It was. That was the first time something died in front of me. I was like, like completely healthy, happy, dead in like two seconds. I was like, holy shit. I still remember that. I didn't like going back to the what, beating a dead horse. I didn't beat it, but it, it was what, pretty yeah. impactful. What what makes a horse expensive? Never understood that. Like I get the ones that the thoroughbreds that race in the Kentucky Derby that have a bloodline. Every horse does. I mean, show horses do something. I mean, we had cutting horses, Kinda like dogs and shit. I guess. Yeah, I mean, they have so many different ways they can show the horse. So if it's had success, or it's like father had success, then you know it's like its bloodline's worth a lot of money. Can you ride them and make them jump over the no. gates, or whatever? It is? No, I don't do that. Like, I, I just can't picture you. I can picture you, like, shirtless on a horse. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah, you and, uh, what, what's your boy's name? Putin. Putin. So. But, yeah, so, I mean, yeah, and, and that's where the stud comes from. We use stud all the time because we had stud horses, and all they did was breed. So their job was just to have sex with mares. So Sweet. people would come in and pay. So you had a brothel. Kind of. a horse, Horse brothel. Wow. So people would come in with their mares, their females, and they would pay money to get impregnated by our stud because our stud was like you know big strong healthy you know he had good bloodlines he he won a lot of shows whatever the case was his name mark no he wasn't he wasn't named mark was he hung like a horse no okay i don't think i didn't examine well, his I didn't penis. Know that you did all that. i mean i know you had some horses and stuff i didn't know you uh yeah pimped them out god bless you though what no. did i pay i don't know man i don't know I mean, i'm sure you weren't on the business end of that deal when you were 14 no, or whatever, i was just but. i'm just i was this is a big extension to the story of beating a dead horse getting back i'm trying to figure out where we were so getting, did you watch him what did you watch him breathe yeah i mean it, I, I didn't like like watch him like to put you. your hand in there and like no that's what the vet comes out to test to see if the horse is okay when it's pregnant that doesn't look fun no they shove their whole arm but they put like a like a glove thing yeah. on and shove their whole arm or arm in the horse's like you know and they feel the baby They're that's what? weird you can say it mike that's ah, you're 40 weird say when it comes to a horse though vagina but yeah, shoving your whole arm in there and like feeling the baby, I don't that's weird, man. I don't know. I wouldn't yeah. want to like do that job, I think. But anyway, going back, <laughs> this is way What happened to this episode? Way sideways there. But uh Is this an MMA episode? Going back to being a dead horse, your comment that led into that crazy story. TJ Dillshaw. My question is something less criminal but still bad. Um, what is your take on TJ? I mean, I know, like I said, obviously we just talked about being a dead horse here, a lot of people's covering this, but what's your take on just the overall punishment for him for doing EPO and getting caught. I mean, I'm sure I'm going to feel a little different from you. Like, I I, I think cheating sucks. I get it. But I kind of, I'm not proud of him or congratulate him or something, but the fact that he didn't fight it at all. He like couldn't, all people, he well, couldn't. I know. That's what I'm saying. But it's at like least, getting caught with the murder weapon in your hand. My favorite baseball player of all time, David Justice. Mm-hmm. God bless him. Um he got caught for steroids, and then he goes, there's no way I take steroids because I'm scared of needles. That's your defense? Come on, buddy. Mm-hmm. I was collecting your cards when I was 10. You know, now you just let me down. Mm-hmm. 
And it's like, just, you know, there's always, oh, well, it must have been in my fruit shake or some, you know, all these dumb reasons people lie about. But he was just like, yeah, well, fuck. I got caught. Yeah. You know, he just gave the belt up. No bitching, no moaning. I mean, uh, it's unfortunate. Somebody so, you know, obviously a champion, so huge and all that, that his whole career is going to be tainted now. But I think people you know. don't, they don't, you know, give enough attention to the fighters that got beat by him. And, and if he tested for those fights, the impact that that has. Huh? Well, from the bars? Yeah, Cody. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, is like, I feel like he should be punished kind of like taxes do sort of. So when you, when you commit tax fraud or evasion or you lie on your taxes, I think the guys like John Jones that have a picogram or, you know, they take something that could be in supplements, could be in, like, you know, maybe 80, 90% they're full of shit and they probably took it on most cases, but there is that, that doubt, right? There is a little bit of doubt there that like, you can't prove a hundred percent because it could be in a, in a supplement. It could be in something else. It was a small amount. Right. I think that's the smartest way to go if you're going to do it because you can't prove 100% that they did cheat, right? But when you have somebody that 100% set out to, mm-hmm. to you know, I mean, mislead everybody and, and do because something the only way you can illegal have that cheat, in your system is by right. injecting. I think they should be punished far more, like taxes. And what I'm saying by taxes is if you lie on your tax return and claim more expenses or, you know, smudge some numbers a little bit, you're not going to get thrown in jail. But you will have to pay, you know, your fees and your your taxes and all that. So it's still not nice. But you're you're not going to have to go to jail and serve yeah. hard time. If you set up something to not pay taxes, you know, and you know this this big illegal scheme or whatever, you're going to jail. And most often those guys don't have criminal records, you know. Yeah. So now they're a convicted White felon. Color. They're in prison. I mean, they throw the book completely at him. And I think that should be the case with TJ, because you know without a doubt he cheated. You know what I mean? So it's like there's no like, well, well I'm going to punish you even though you could possibly be innocent, so you're just going to get this punishment. Yeah. You did cheat. You set out to cheat, which ultimately hurt people, and you didn't get prison. You didn't get fined. I don't think he even got fined. He just got two-year suspension. Mm-hmm. That's very light. So he's going to be opinion. able to keep all of his win bonuses sh- yep. or you know, all his I think he keeps everything. Money. That's way light to me, bro. And, yes, I get it. He can't fight for two years. Mm-hmm. So he won't get a, a you know obviously a fight check or anything like that. But neither person. were anyone else like John Jones he when can, he got suspended. But you he know? can still train people and make you know he can still yeah. run his. I'm sure he, I don't know what him. And he's Ludwig. taking a hit definitely. Oh, you know yeah. I mean so he's he's getting that. But the thing is like I think that like guys like Cody Garbrandt are serving the, pri- the prison sentence that he should be serving right because look at the impact like when you become a felon right for these guys that are business guys that's detrimental to your health to your you know your obviously yeah. your your reputation. Uh, your career. It's the same thing with Cody Garbrandt. Cody Garbrandt lost to this guy be, and he was on steroids. And, and what did, what did you know, what's going to happen with Cody? I mean, he got knocked out. That caused damage, right? He had three fights in a row now. But that caused damage, right, yeah. to his head. I mean, we can't even calculate how much damage that actually cost. What about to his reputation? What about to his mental, you know, like and confidence? His bank account, those losses aren't. And he gets, you know, he gets nothing yeah. in, in return. He doesn't get to sue TJ, I don't think. I think he should be able to. He doesn't get to sue him. He doesn't get any kind of like, you know, nothing, man. Yeah, it, it's just like, it's, I don't think it's point. fair, but it's you look at those there, guys. There I would be pissed, be, man. There should be their own league. If you want to do steroids, there's got to be some country that doesn't give a shit. I'm not opposed to steroids if everyone's doing it. And That's then, then it becomes like, everybody can do it. Then it becomes like, who's the best scientist? Who trains hard? Who's the best technically? It's the ultimate, well, you know, it, master. But like, who they have to be on the yeah. same playing field, though. It's like it's like a gimmick. Like, who wouldn't want to watch two dudes just exactly juice to the gill? Yeah. You know, I mean, look at, look at the fad right now going on with uh, bare knuckle boxing. Yeah. You know, that, that's starting to catch a little more. And I, maybe, I mean, I I didn't think that would ever be sanctioned, but yeah, 
I don't know, man. I just think I mean I'm not trying to bag on TJ. I like TJ man. up until this point. Not that I hate the man, but it's like no. I don't know, man. It's Being a fighter myself and fighting guys in the past that I, I think were on steroids or not, I don't think I've lost to somebody that, that I thought was on steroids. Fortunately, I did win those fights, but it's not fair, man. Like I would be pissed if I was Cody or these guys. I'd be pissed, man. Well, see, like I got a different. I mean, he was a champion. He was at the highest level, yeah. well, and he got knocked down, and he hasn't been able to come back yet. And who's to say? I mean, dude, confidence is huge when you're fighting. When you're winning fights like Anderson Silva, every fight he won helped guarantee he was going to win the next one because people put him on a pedestal. He's confident. You just get that, yeah. you know, that added push. And like when that gets broken down, especially from someone who took steroids and did something illegal, I just think there should be some repercussion for that above and beyond these guys that could have had it in their supplements, which are still bad, but you just can't prove it. I think, I think the average guy, like before myself, a fan, before I actually started working with you and, and all that, like you don't realize how hard these guys work. Yeah. Like nobody, like I didn't realize, like Manel, God bless, like go back to Manel. That dude's there four times a day. Yeah. He's busting his ass and, you know, and, you know, for him, you know, for to see somebody, you know, as good as TJ, it's like, do you really need to cheat? I mean, what? Yeah, it's so hard to say. That's, you know, crazy, like I said, back man. to Barry Bonds, you know, seven time all-star. He was the best baseball player in the world. And then he started doing steroids. Yeah. Like, why? Why'd you do it? I mean, I, I get the, I mean, I know now million I mean, contract. to give him some, you know, I, voice I, I know now that like he's probably like fuck i shouldn't have done it if yeah. i could go back i wouldn't that's what i would think so i mean i, I assume that's where he's at right now but it still doesn't <clears throat> doesn't fix the fact like i mean dude i don't know man I, I i just think about the guys you know i'm not thinking about tj i'm not thinking about the ufc i'm not thinking about usada i'm thinking about the guys like cody you know what i mean yeah. like that's just bullshit man yeah and and the fact that he didn't get fined how is that possible bro how is USADA going to be this new big like superpower in the world of I doping? Mean, is, is and he someone like him, someone like him gets Did caught it? on the highest level, like a hundred percent cheated. He admitted it's 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 across the board. Like there's no like doubt at all, and doesn't even get fined. Just two years. That's it. I don't know. I just think mm -hmm. it's light, man. I think it's light, and I think Cody should get some kind of reimbursement in no, some way, weird. whether like, he sues him or gets some kind. I don't know. I just think if, it's bullshit. If I'm man. working a job in in Houston, mm -hmm. and I get popped for coke. I, I'm subject to criminal charges right. at my job. Like if they yeah. test me, like it's weird how like I guess they just they're like, oh okay, well he'll just quit. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm you know I'm not saying he needs to go to jail, but I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, maybe you know yeah. I mean how much damage did he cause? I mean, you keep going back to that, but dude, we're fighting. It's not like baseball. You know what I mean? Like yeah. in baseball, you 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 mentioned one time before you could hit the ball harder and hit someone in the face if they yeah. can't catch it unlikely but you're not punching someone in the face no, i agree I agree. and not only it's not like you could so it's punch even somebody more criminal than it. exactly you're you're beating somebody dude i mean that, that would be a crime on the street the only reason it's not a crime is because it's in the cage and it's sanctioned but if you're cheating to do it it almost goes back to the street right you're doing something illegal like imagine if like okay so if he could have punched him right hypothetically but he didn't he won with the submission and they just wrestled Okay, there it might be a little bit different, but the fact he won those fights by yeah. smashing the brain around in the head—that's violent, bro. And how much of that was yeah. worse because he was on steroids? How much of that was not like any person his weight? I mean, Cody could have been fighting somebody at a higher weight class, completely unfair because of his strength exactly and his power. What EPO does—it makes your cardio way better. But see, I, I think it could affect what people can. in different ways. Like, if mm -hmm. I take an aspirin, you take an aspirin, it may affect us just a, a little bit. But I mean, this, this well, it affects you in a lot of ways. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it could like do it. a lot of different things. If I take it and you take it, you know, I mean, I, but a high train athlete like, yeah, like exactly. TJ, it's, it's going to yeah. make you, yeah, it's going to make you even more dangerous for sure. It's not, yeah. I mean, if all you're doing is training and you're taking something to help, you know, improve your red blood count, is what I'm pretty sure EPO yeah. does, 
Um, that just do, it does so many things. It recovers your body. It builds. I mean, it, it does so many different things. God, just why ruin you your? You can't legacy, figure all the things. You know, that, you know it, it attributes to the fight. I mean, like, like Barry Bonds. You you can't tell me like his kids. They could be the sweetest kids in the world, but as soon as you say, "Oh, Barry Bonds," but it was like, "Oh, he does steroids." Like you know, it's gonna True. always be around. He got he got yeah. He was I mean, the poster child for that, but. I still don't see what Barry Bonds and baseball and football players do. Even football, they do hit each other. Yeah. I still don't see that as bad as fighting. If you're fighting another not, man I mean, and you cheat, that's just fucked up, man. It's just fucked up, in my opinion. They should just have their own league. And then I mean, didn't they not? go back and test his samples against... I think it, it, he popped again for Cody, yeah. the first Cody yeah. fight. I mean, I'm not 100%. Don't quote me. I mean, that, I don't think there's any doubt whether they prove it or not that he was taking stuff the entire time. Till but he you really owe my... I mean, I really do feel bad for Cody, man. You gotta like, think of that. Nobody, nobody really breaks down from the fighter standpoint that know? got beat. They break down the fight with Henry and, and him and his family and you know like all this kind of stuff. They don't ever go back to Cody. I mean, they do a little bit, but they don't break it down like from a fighter standpoint. Like I would be so pissed, bro. You're a champion. You know he had Maddox there, and they became a champion together. It's a good story. I mean, who knows the potential he had if he kept winning and being a champion? I mean, how can you even calculate been, how much like he's McGregor. lost? Yeah. It's it's you can't even calculate what that guy's probably lost. And his confidence moving forward, he might not get to that level again just because he got knocked down, right? I mean, imagine the embarrassment and the ridicule he took for losing that fight, and, and having you know, being that there was bad blood, yeah. it made it even worse, right? Because you lost to somebody who you were trying to out as a bully and but a bad on, person, okay, and then other, everyone thinks he's a great guy. Now, finally, we see okay, maybe well, TJ wasn't this person. On the that other was side, now this may be a confidence booster for like, oh, okay, well, that loss was bullshit. That never should have happened. It worked that way, bro. I, know, I mean, it I'm can be, something but there's detrimental damage already done. I mean, when you get knocked out, because now you start questioning your chin. You start questioning. So it doesn't matter what happened now or what happens now and then like how you go in the next fight. Maybe you are like, okay, I wouldn't have lost. Maybe people understand I wouldn't have lost, but you did get knocked out. Mm -hmm. And everybody knows the more you get knocked out, the more likely you're going to get knocked out in the future, right? It, it adds up. So like, I would be worried like, damn, I got knocked out pretty hard. I'm going to be, you know, probably more susceptible to getting knocked out in the future. I'm going to be more, more scared, I guess, of the punch. Yeah. Whereas Cody's not a scared fighter, right? He goes like full on, like he throws himself in, in, in the fire. And like now he might not. Now he might be a little more timid because he's been knocked out. And, and I don't know, man. It's just, I don't know. I, hope not, man. I, I just look at it from his bad. standpoint because yeah. he's the victim. You know, TJ's not the victim. You know, the fans are the victim a little bit, but Cody's the real victim. And these guys that, you know, like fight these guys on steroids and they lose and there's just nothing for them. You know, the system is not set up to help them. It's set up to punish a guy who did it and not even to the extent I think that it should be, in my opinion. Yeah. I think once you 100% know he did it on purpose, he set up this big plan to like evade USADA, his opponent and the fans. I think you throw the book at him like they do for taxes, like I was saying. Like, there's no doubt. There's no like, we're going to do this but maybe he's innocent. You know, maybe it wasn't supplements. No, it's gone with TJ. He did it. That's tough. He there's should get the book. There's always going to be cheating. You know, like it's impossible to stop it. So it's like, what can you make it so severe that makes people stop doing it? I mean, I think two year ban is pretty stiff. I mean, I don't think it's stiff enough for TJ, yeah. but I think it is stiff enough to well, for people. Twenty seven. So yeah. I mean, yeah, I think people coming up prime, yeah. aren't going to want to even get that. I think if they're going to like try to be a champion, it's detrimental to your career for sure. You know, I don't think. In this case, considering the fight he had with Cody and how it went and all this kind of stuff, I don't think it's enough. But for people coming up, I'd, I'd be scared. I wouldn't do anything. And you know what's going to happen. <laughs> I wouldn't take a steroid. In, in a year, sure. we're not going to even remember this. Yeah. It's just like. I think TJ's When Anderson Silva now. fights now, I don't think that he popped. You know, I, well, I'm always. did too point, much, yeah. You know, I just, I don't know. I guess you still see. He's still fighting, by the way. You know who, oh, speaking of segue, you know who's still fighting? I could have sworn I saw BJ Penn versus Clay Guida. No. Did, did I see that somewhere or am I. Correct. Am I wrong? 
We got our we'll find out. kitchen. Yeah. Do really? Have, I think, yeah. Wait, BJ just got in trouble, actually. Let's see. What? Some, oh, two, two weeks. Three weeks. Wow. That's crazy, huh? That's a crazy fight, though. Uh, well, in 99, it would have been awesome. No, but, but still, I mean, they're on the even playing field, right? Yeah, no, I mean, of course we'll watch it. But, but wait, BJ just got in trouble, I think, in Hawaii. I think he, like, had a machete and, like, <laughs> hit the ground and, like, threatened somebody. That's Hawaiians, though, man. I'm serious. I just read this somewhere. Do, do you see anything on that, Greg? I haven't, but I'll look. I think he... Phil Coletti? It's something like terroristic threat, I think. Kind of weird. It wasn't. He didn't hurt anyone, but... Anyway. Yeah, right there. Machete. Yeah. Threatening a farmer with a machete. Yeah. <laughs> it's not quite the Conor McGregor level of uh, criminal conduct, but... I mean, it is something. Go to jail for that. I don't know what you get for criminal or for was is it terroristic threat? First degree terroristic threatening, class C felony. Oh shit, it's a felony. Did he get convicted or did he? Is he fully charged with that or is that what it could be? That's that's what it could be. Well, obviously he hasn't been convicted. He'll get off. That's what they're going to try him for. He didn't hurt the guy. I mean, in this situation, maybe they settle if, if it's not like the cops press. I don't know. I don't know how that works. It's so weird. Yeah. That's why you can't do shit anymore without getting. In that situation, though, he's just like, he could just be like well, angry and yelling. It's not like he hit a, anyone. Yeah. Well, he probably was out macheting the, I don't know. I don't think PJ was out macheting anything. Macheting an adjective? I don't know, dude. Huh. I don't know. I saw Machete the movie. Weren't you in a movie with uh, some guy from Machete? I don't know. What's that guy's name? The I don't big, even know who the old, the old Mexican dude. No, I wasn't. He Danny wasn't in that go. movie I did. I don't think so, no. Oh. I don't, I don't think so. The movie I was in, we they filmed in so many locations and stuff. It was a lot of fighters I never saw. Yeah. We filmed without we each other. We were there, what, two days or whatever you said? Yeah, but I mean, there was other parts of the film. Bisping was in it. The whole thing, I never even met him. Or I didn't, didn't even see him at the fight, or the video film. What was the name of that movie? Beat Down. Yes. I fought in the final scene against Rudy Youngblood, the guy that ran across... I didn't watch the movie, but Apocalypto. Isn't he the last movie? He was nominated for an Academy Award for that film. It's Mel Gibson's film. And he just ran the whole movie, I guess, and was like, I like, don't know. Like Forrest Gump? No, I don't know. I don't know what the movie was about, but I mean, it was a big film for sure. I just never watched it. He's a small guy, which he, he I beat, showed up and He beat you up? I showed up in Austin. I was like, I got this guy. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be the star Where of this it? movie. Where did the film? In Austin. Oh. Yeah. It was right before I fought Paulo Thiago. I left filming the movie to go get in fight camp to fight Paulo Thiago because Koscheck got injured. Koscheck was supposed to rematch him because he had beat Koscheck by knockout. And then he was going to rematch. And then uh, Koscheck got injured. Bob Cook called me. I was on the set of the film. And he's like, you know, what are you doing? I'm like, not thinking about it. Because I just lost to Dan Hardy. So yeah. I was like, I'm not thinking about fighting at all, man. I'm, I'm taking a break. I'm getting the hell out of the gym. And he's like, well, I think you need to come back and get in fight camp and take this fight. I'm like, fuck that. No way, man. I just lost Thanks, to Hardy in my whole career. I mean, that was my second title contention fight, mm-hmm. you know. I lost the fight to G- or the chance to fight GSP, and I was just, like, bummed out. And I was doing a film. So I was like, I was doing okay. You know, I was having fun. And Bob was like, yeah, but, man, if you win this fight, that'll put you right back. Do you want to wait around and have a bunch of fights? Do you want to take this fight, win it? It's a winnable fight. And then now you're back, and you can possibly go for that contention again. And I was like, all right. Damn. Yeah. When was that? 2008? Mm. That's a while know. back, huh? Maybe seven. Polo, whatever happened to Paulo I don't know. That was a scary-looking dude, man. He had long arms, dude. Deceptively long. Because he caught me with the same hook that he caught Koscheck with. 
and it just stunned me. And then I went down, and then I felt okay when I hit the ground, and I came up to try to sweep him because he came on top of me. Thank God he didn't punch, right? Yeah. So I was like, sweet, he's just going to hold me. And I was okay on the ground. So I was like, and I know he was a black belt champion, but I was like, I can at least you know get over and get back up or at least hold him until I can get stood up or something. And when I went to like, it was kind of like a sweep, and I ducked, or I, I hooked this arm under, and he used that, and he put me in a darse. I didn't even see it coming, man. Fuck. It was like, I just remember he put it on, and like everything started going black. I've been there. And I was just fighting. I was like, well, I'm going to fight till either I wake up or, you know, until I get out. And unfortunately for me, I went to sleep. Hey. I woke up to Bruce Buffer telling me what happened. It's weird, man. I First time you ever been choked out? First time I was ever unconscious. Even Matt Brown, when my only, like, real knockout loss, I, I wasn't unconscious maybe a second. I never, like, the second I went down and they pulled him off, I got right back up. I was fine. I remember everything. But that was the first time. So I've never been knocked, in, I guess, completely unconscious, but choked out was a weird feeling because it's like you feel like you've been out a long time. So when you wake up, you have no idea what's going on. Wait, uh, you remember? But I'm saying when you're in the octagon oh, yeah, yeah. and there's lights and that people. That would be weird to see, yeah. And your corner's in there, like, looking at you like they're scared of shit and, like, you know, Buffer's there telling you and you obviously know you lost because he's, like, excited and jumping around and you're just like, fuck, you're trying to put it all together. And it's a bad feeling, man. That's really who, bad. you know what, that's who we need. I bet he's got 50,000 stories. We need to get Bruce Buffer on here. Yeah, that'd be good, actually. Think, he does, man. Think you can make that happen? Yeah, we're some pretty good poker For buddies. sure, yeah. We played poker all over, man. We played in, uh, yeah. We did the World Series together. We did so many different games. So he was my poker buddy for a long time until I moved to Thailand. Is he 70? Did we hear that? No, guy? dude. 60? No. I think he's maybe like. Because his birthday was around the same time as yours, I thought. Yeah, see how old Bruce Buffer is. He's got to be 62. Make a guess. 62? I say I say sixty, sixty. I'll, I'll say six, sixty-one I'll, round number. until June third. No. Oh, sixty-one. May. Oh, I was twelve days off. Yeah. Well, when are you gonna? When are you gonna realize that I'm the best with dudes? Dude, he's but. probably missed maybe three or four UFCs since he started. Yeah. It's weird. It's not amazing. It's amazing how many, how many there are. Yeah, it's amazing how many he does. But yeah, man. So yeah, it's crazy. Bruce, good old Bruce. Yeah, we'll get him on, man, because he has probably a lot of stories. He's from Oklahoma. I mean, think about just the experience of being at those UFC events in those locations. How many he's been to? Like, there's got to be so much. Well, how about a weird family? I guess bragging rights that you're the complete voice of the best martial arts, you know? Yeah. And then your brother does all the boxing and stuff. That's like. And they found each other. I forgot the, how the story fully went down, but they found each other later on. Like Bruce found him. They didn't grow up together. Uh. -uh. Or they may have, and then they got separated or something. <clears throat> and then he later found him, and then, and Bruce, like, it's kind of like the... Well, I'd like to hear his dad talk. Because like, if, you, if you're <laughs> yeah. producing two sons that have the best voices in yeah. combat sports, you know. But it's not just the voice, man. There's a lot of people that have a good voice. I mean, Bruce doesn't make mistakes, man. Very, very oh, rare. Yeah, he's extremely... It's like Joe Rogan's ability to, to call fights, man. I mean, like, I did it with... Uh, Am I think it was Amped Mobile, I think. I hope. I was... Sponsored by a few different mobile companies, they were coming up. I remember Boost. I think it was maybe it was Boost then. Where are you at? That was the tagline. Man, I feel bad. Was it? Wasn't Boost? There was two, and one was Amped, and one was another one. I can't remember. I was. I know Boost. I don't know if you were with. I me. think it was Amped, dude, because it's not around anymore. Neither of them are. Is Amped? Can you look up A M P T? Amped Mobile. So, whatever one it was, this was back in before all these fights we just talked about with uh, Tiago and Dan. Yeah. Uh, they came on and started doing a thing where they were going to be the first mobile company to actually show a, uh, show a UFC event on their phone. So the first time you could actually like be somewhere mobile and like watch a UFC event on your phone. 
and you could pay for it. Innovative oh, back then, yeah. right? Well, of so course, 2006. When they, when they made the deal with Dana and UFC, Dana put me in as the uh, like the the Rogan kind of the guy who basically talked about the fights after the fight and then set up the next fight, and then it would cut to me, go back to the fight. It would cut to me, go back oh, to the wow. fight. Yeah, I did all of them. I didn't know that. Yeah, and so I did those, and then when I had a fight, Forrest Griffin jumped in and did it. It was weird because I had no experience in this, right? I had the real quick Mike Swick show first how yeah. this started, um, and then they had their own people. And Dana wouldn't use them. He he made me get in somehow. I don't know how. So I was excited. Did you get paid? Yeah. I was excited, but like I had no experience, right? And so that was the first time I did live, like actual live. It was on a cell phone. I bet that's tough, man. Tough, bro. Super hard. Nothing live. like this. To be able to do stuff live without any mess ups and problems. And they mess up very rare. But, dude, when they mess up, I mean, that's like almost like not messing well, up. Because, like, dude, to do it that, that less often – I, I feel like when you, sense. when you did the uh, yeah, like when you were doing a uh, the primal, like I, I, the guy that was announced, I was like, man, I could do that. Yeah, and like I just stood next to him and looked at the people. I was like, eh, no. it's tough, man. I, I mean, I can say a lot of dumb <laughs> shit, and I really. But if we did the podcast live, and you knew that was it, it'd be hard. Let's do one live. We were going to. We're trying. We're trying to figure trying it out. Figure out how to do it. But it's it's going to be a lot uh, more intense because like you Thanks you know you time. can't make a mistake and everything you say. It has to be not only like sound good, it has to be accurate. Like how many times do we say something later on, we find out we might've been off a little bit, but like they have to try to be accurate when they do, especially Joe Rogan. He has to be an expert on these fights, you know, and the mm-hmm. fighters and their systems and their styles and their coaches. And that's their why team. Dan Hardy's so good. too. And Dan Hardy's amazing at it. He really is actually. Oh, what is it? Do we have anything? Greg? Hmm? It is amped mobile. It's AM. So it was amped mobile. D- so I got a free mobile phone, free service. And I got paid. I wonder what that phone looked like in 2006. Unfortunately, it, the company went down, right? They all did. I mean, what, what's I'm left I'm not saying now? it was because of me. T-Mobile and... But it could have been. I don't know. Maybe I was, like, really bad at calling the Well, in bikes. America, is there anything else that has T-Mobile and AT&T? Well, this was kind of like when other companies were trying to come out. Is Cricket and still big around? the big tech, you know, thing, huh? Cricket still around? That prepaid know. shit you can get? I don't know. I remember, mm-hmm. like, T-Mobile's been big for a long time. Yeah. And they fight in the T-Mobile arena in Vegas. That's, like, their... Yeah. Their main place now. Houston Cellular? I think that's gone. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, man, that's it. I think that's it for the news right now. And uh, you got anything else? No, no. Just a good, informative uh, podcast. Learn some things we about g- each other. We should put a link to that uh, Seastead. Because that, man, I don't know why that fascinates me so much. It's, I mean, it's, What the hell was that guy thinking? Like, it, it, I think the fascinating part is, A, it's, a, it's just a horrible idea. But what's fascinating is the punishment that he can receive. Yeah. Because it's it really it didn't hurt anybody. I mean, yeah. I get it. Again, like a boat could hit it or something. But I think Thailand ruled on it doing something against their sovereignty. If that makes sense, I don't really know much about that. Yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna. Not a good Thai law. I'm not gonna. I know the the land laws. Obviously, Which, by the way, Thai law was a uh, football player for the New England Patriots. Oh, nice. Fun fact. Yeah, good job. Shortest buddy. name in NFL history. Thai law. T Y. Then last name Law. L A W. How about those fun facts, huh? All right. Well. All right. On that, we'll close the show out. <laughs> but first, take a look at our sponsors. Well, first of all, we'll give a shout out to Jun Yu at yes. Starfish Concept, uh, our PR marketing team. One of the best. That helps out in the Asian area. All over the world, actually, now. She's branching out to do everything. Actually doing sponsored fighters and stuff now as well. Oh, nice. Yeah, she's getting into more sports she's stuff. She's phenomenal. Yeah, she's got a book out. So check out Jun Yu at Starfish Concept on Instagram, website, everything else. Um, and then our major sponsor. Any new updates from AK Thailand that's coming up? Just, uh, we got accommodations coming. We've already talked about that, yeah, but uh, we got some cool things we can announce soon. Yeah, we yeah, talked yeah. about last night. Oh, yeah, man. We can't say anything right now. 
So there is some really cool stuff going to happen. And it's not just because we can't because ooh, we're being sneaky. It's like no. literally. Yeah, we can't. We can't. Yeah, we can't. But soon. Greg didn't even know. Soon. And then I want to get into my new MPO next episode. I'm starting a new nonprofit, which you know about that. I do. And then some other stuff. So we'll get into some, some more cool stuff that we're doing hopefully next episode. Maybe try to throw a guest on. Yeah. We're going to uh, start bringing more guests on from AK Thailand as well. Some of the up-and-coming fighters. We have a lot of requests from you guys wanting to hear about fighting and living in Thailand from up-and-coming fighters. So we're going to have Manel on as well, Manel Cape. And we're going to have a lot of these guys that are kind of yeah. up-and-coming in the shows. But they can at least uh, highlight what it's like being in Thailand, what it's like fighting here, like some of the Muay Thai guys, especially fighting yeah. locally on the circuit, um, or the big fighters that are coming in to fight UFC, Bellator, Ryzen, 1FC. We have a couple of fighters. And also, let us know if you guys like the uh – like kind of the local news. We we just found some things yeah. that we thought were kind of funny and just kind of quirky. Well, I was getting I went in the gym yesterday. I was getting some updates from you guys, and then we just talked about the podcast, what we're going to do, things that we're going to add, which we'll, we'll tell you guys about soon. Um, and then we started getting into local news just because Greg's over there, like always on his computer. And like Playing I was like, the man, piano? What was yeah, that? he plays the piano. Oh, great. And I was thinking, like, man, we should talk about some of that because that's what makes us like different. I think is because we're in Thailand. We never yeah. talk about like Thailand news. And dude, the news is fascinating. What's our favorite show? That we watch online. Phuket News. The Phuket News, <laughs> right? It's We still, we've lived here how long now? Like, we've been here for so long, and we watch that little segment, and we're still like, oh, my God, that's now crazy. We're not, not going to. It's not all bad. Don't yeah, that's what I'm wrong. saying. It's we're not, not gonna, all bad. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's just we're crazy. We're going to the ones that you know? we think are, are kind of funny. Because, I mean. Yeah. They're so different than American, like, yeah, the way yeah. they report and the things that happen and what they do. It's just so, it's a lot of it's funny and happy. Yeah. It's not, like, all bad. You're not going to have, like, a elephant on a trampoline in your backyard in Houston. You know, like, shit like that that happens here is just fucking insane, you know? Are there trampolines in Thailand? I don't think so. I've never seen a trampoline. There's one in Green Man. What are the three things you never see in Thailand, Mark? Well, you mean like <laughs> no? Okay. Uh, tow trucks. Tow I trucks. don't know what happens never when a car a breaks truck. down. I have no clue. You never see a fire truck. They're just not fires in Thailand. Yep. And matches. True. There's lighters everywhere. No matches. And four. <laughs> I thought you were going to play it safe with three. You're going to go for nah, it? Fuck. Nah, go for it. I don't know what happened. Okay, it's I'm no secret. I'm proud of you, dude. There you yeah. go, Mr. Criminal. It's no secret that... It's not uh, bad. Are we talking ladyboys? Yeah. Okay, yeah. It's, it's no it's secret there's ladyboys here. Yeah, of course. Um, but I don't know what happens once they turn about 35. I don't so know So you where never they go. see a fire truck, a tow truck, matches, You'll never or see an, an elderly ladyboy. Lady yeah. I don't, yeah. Where do they go? I don't know. I mean, Maybe I don't, they just go back to I don't really want to go there and maybe but normal is being late but whatever they want to do it's up to them but yeah, yeah you never do choice. you see you just don't see them i don't know what happens it's weird here because people will come over and they'll see a lady boy you know at the restaurant serving you or something and they're like oh my god that's you know because in america you don't see people dressing because yeah. here it's like it's not even like i mean sometimes you see them and they look just like a female you might not know and sometimes it's like a guy with like a beard and he just puts lipstick on yeah and he serves you potatoes, and you're just like, wow. So you would you never potatoes. see that. But you'd never see that in America, right? You would never see that. <laughs> His meat and potatoes. But but here, it's very likely, and we're so used to it. We could go yeah. to, a, like, one cut my hair the other day, and it never even crossed my mind that exactly. he was a lady boy. But when people come from overseas or America or anywhere <laughs> in Europe, yeah. and they see it for the first time, or they see the lady boy like, wow, that's crazy. Is, but it's like uh, that's just the life. That but Caitlyn Jenner, when he became a her or whatever, like, but that's common here, except being that old. Yeah, obviously. that's a Tuesday here, you know. But th yeah. Imagine Caitlyn Jenner looking like that or worse at 20. And that's common here. Wow. You've thought about this. No, but I'm just saying that compares what we see sometimes here. Yeah. When they just sort of dress like a woman, but nothing else. Yeah. I they like didn't have they surgery. Don't. They didn't like shave. They did. And they're hilarious. <laughs> and they're cool as shit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I hate people that like try to and, and the mistake that these idiots make when they come here 
is you got to respect them. Yeah. And they and they try to fight them because yeah. they, get, they get they mad and offended and they're well, they so get, insecure with themselves. They get pissed off. They get their ass kicked. They get beat up. Yeah. I mean, it's because you, you got to understand yeah. it is a man. It's still a man in the yeah. beginning, and they have man friends. And yeah. And you, if you fight one tie, you fight twenty. <laughs> and how many times we were at Bangalore and we saw some guy getting beat up on on Bangalore Road by like sixteen lady boys or something? Because you fight one. Yeah. They're coming out of everywhere. You ever been kicked by a man with high heels on? No. I'm sure that stings. <laughs> have you? No. What the fuck? No. <laughs> I don't know about this guy, man. He goes out and like just he comes back with weird marks on his body. <laughs> so how, do they? I don't know. Yeah, I'm bet. a weird mark on their body. I bet. M A R C. I get it. Okay. I got you, buddy. I, I've known you too long. But anyway, <laughs> long story short, yeah. So those are four things. I guess. I guess four because you added matches. Yeah. It's just weird. I know it sounds. Oh, another one. Carpet. Oh yeah. Carpet. I get. We have, now we have five. We have to, we're up to five things you you've yeah. never seen in Thailand now. Um. I can think of some more, I'm sure. Probably. But but it is crazy. You don't see a fire truck. You don't see a tow truck. You know what you don't see? Dents on vehicles. As crazy as it is driving around here, every car is in mint condition, it looks like. Hmm. I never noticed that, actually. Look at that next time. It's fucking weird. But it's like a 500 to 1 ratio with bikes. Well, And it's also it's nine. Like, I got a flat tire this morning. Do you know how much it cost me for a new tire? Yeah, probably like five bucks or something. It's shit. I haggled them <laughs> down from that. Yeah, it was like a buck 90. Yeah, and I tipped the it's, guy. It's crazy. Twenty cents, and he lost his shit. When I uh, when I got a flat tire in your truck a long time ago, it was like seventeen dollars for a brand new tire. I was like, "Fuck, <laughs> well, replace them all," you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's different, man. It's cheap as shit here. So we'll start getting into more of the Thai kind of news and culture here because that's what makes us unique and it's interesting. It's not bad. Like we we yeah. had a couple of bad stories today, but usually it's just funny, man, because it's so different. And there's it's cool, some you know? really good ones. There man. is some, and then there's some stuff that happens at the gym with these guys. May not be in the headlines, but it's still interesting. Yeah, they names. go out and get into like I'll, I'll it's tell some of those crazy stories. the stuff that happens. I'll man. open up a little bit about. We could have a reality show for sure at the gym. Oh yeah, absolutely. It'd be the best show for sure. It'd have to be on HBO or something. So if you're, yeah, if you're a scout for reality shows out there, oh, email me. What if we ever got Charles Bennett a reality show? It would be the best show, man. Didn't we try to do that? All right, well, let's wrap it up. So speaking of Thailand, if you do go to Thailand, uh, as Dana White says, you have to go take a Thailand. And you're probably wondering what it looks like. So here you go. Good pitch. Oh, we forgot to. Oh, we're, we're back, guys. So we got to do this. <laughs> do it. There it is. What's up, everybody? I am here in Thailand. This is the first time I've ever been here. Been dying to come here for years. The great Mike Swick. He's one of the big reasons he's been trying to pull me down here. What he built down here, AKA Thailand, is incredible. There's people here from all over the world. You can train mixed martial arts here, jujitsu. They have weightlifting, they have cardio, and obviously they have Muay Thai, boxing, everything. telling you guys I know everybody wants to go to Thailand because Thailand's so cool but you can't come to Thailand without coming to aka Thailand come on <laughs>